You are listening to Electric Bike Radio. Welcome to Electric Bike Radio. This is episode 18, Holly Jolly Gift List. I'm Dwayne, and I'm here with my co-host and Christmas elf, Jared. Is that a short joke? Well, (laughs) you know, Jared, I don't know if you've noticed, but the holiday season seems to be here really early this year. There's Black Friday sales, there's Christmas music already, seasonal decorations. I mean, the holidays are in full force. I know, I know. And, oh, please don't start that Christmas music. Um I'm not quite there yet. I, I would love to have another week to get through Thanksgiving. But, you know, I'm also not seeing a lot of Hanukkah decorations as usual. That said, Christmas is taking off super early this year, and it's probably a combination of things, right? I think the holidays are a break from thinking about the pandemic, which we're all just tired of. Um, last Christmas was kind of muted by COVID. So there's just a bunch of pent-up holiday merriment in the world. Um, I don't know if I have any of it, but I'm almost there. Yeah, and then there's the constant threat of these supply chain issues, and we keep hearing up. Uh, people right. need to start shopping early because there's going to be shortages and delivery problems and all that sort of thing. So we yeah. thought maybe we should start a little early talking about, and maybe it's not that early at this point, but a little bit early, <laughs> <laughs> pre-Black right. Friday early, about what we're looking for for Christmas. Or Hanukkah. Yeah. Uh, and I think this would really help the listeners who want to send us gifts. All about it. <laughs> <laughs> no, we're just kidding. But but we think that maybe sharing our list would help give people some ideas uh, about, you know, maybe what they want for Christmas. Yeah, so here are some ideas for things that people can ask for for a holiday gift for themselves. I know my family members are already starting to ask me for things that I want or that you can buy for the e-bike enthusiast in your life. So I guess let's do it. Dwayne, you want to start? Yeah, so let's just tick off a couple of things. And let me start by saying that <laughs> even though we, we tried to come up with a list of e-bike-specific things, it wasn't that easy. So a lot of our gift <laughs> suggestions are kind of bike-related generally. Uh, some of them are e-bike-specific, but a lot of them are just kind of bike stuff. So even if it's right. somebody in your family who's just a bike enthusiast, these might be some ideas. The first thing I wanted to mention, and I do not own a set of these. I would like to, uh, but I have (laughs) used them. I have used them. I've rented bikes uh, that had them, and this is the Senna, the R1 Evo bike helmets. I didn't know. Are these the ones you rented while you were on your trip? No, no. uh, Previously, locally, we rented, my dad and I rented two bikes, and they came with these helmets. And I I would have uh, some now, except for the fact that the large helmet does not fit me very well. And they don't have an extra large helmet yet. So I wasn't really happy with the fit for me. But but I tried it. And if you just get on social media, you know, any of these biking sites, people are are always raving about these helmets. So here's the deal. It's a smart helmet. Um, It is uh, connects to your phone by Bluetooth so that you can uh, take – uh, you can receive calls. You know, I guess probably you can make calls using you know, voice assistant or that sort of thing. Uh, you can listen to music, uh, but it's not like headphones because you know there's nothing over your ears. But the coolest thing about them is they have this Bluetooth uh, mesh network technology with an intercom system, 
and you can connect up to four of these helmets together and have a pretty long range. I mean, certainly anything that's line of sight is within the range of these things that you can talk back and forth with the people that you're riding with. And I think that's really cool. Yeah, that could be really handy for long rides or anything where you're with maybe um, a family member and, and a kid. Uh, so you can keep track of everybody and everybody can chat. I think that's great. Yeah, and I do think it is a little bit e-bike specific because with e-bikes, with the with the way we can uh, ride them so quickly and accelerate and that sort of thing, sometimes we don't tend to ride as close together as we might when we are on, on traditional bikes. So I think it's a good idea. That's a stretch. That's a stretch, <laughs> but I'll give it to you. <laughs> Fine, e-bike specific it is. That works. Slightly, slightly. But um, <laughs> they are not uh, inexpensive. They're about 159 bucks each. And obviously, it's most useful if you have more than one. So that w- that's the first thing on my list. Okay, that's a good one. And, and you're right. I seem to see everybody who asks about helmets with communicators in them. This seems to be the first one online that everybody mentions. So I'd love to try one. I haven't, but it seems like a, a good option. Definitely. So. All right, so my first one, and I, I did try to come up with at least one or two e-bike-specific things, but for me, they're, they get pretty techy pretty fast. For anybody who listens to this podcast, you're probably not surprised. Um, also, if you listen to this podcast, you're not going to be surprised by my first choice, and it's an egg rider. So in episode 16, uh, I got to try out an egg rider. Uh, I was uh, gladly lent one by Dwayne's dad. Got to play with it on my bike for a little bit and then had to hand it over after I just got used to fiddling around with it and enjoying it. So um, I'm going to put it on my list. And it's relatively cheap. I mean, it's $130, but as far as something that adds power to a bike, that's one of the cheapest things you can do if you have a bike that it works for. Um, Super easy to install. It can get you more power and lots of configurability, and it also reduces the clutter on your handlebars, which I like the idea of is just making everything more simple. And if you have a bike that doesn't have a display, well, you get an egg rider and now you do. So lots of pros. I didn't notice any cons during my short time with it, and I'm ready to to jump on the bandwagon. So that's what I'm asking for on my list. And it's about $130 from Big Game Bikes. I think there might be one or, the other, one or two other suppliers, but that seems to one, be the one that most people go to. And I guess we should say that obviously it only works on certain bikes, and but I think it works on right. most Brad Power bikes, right? That's true. I, I believe it works on – well, I think it's advertised to work on all Brad Power bikes that have um, the geared rear hub motor. And there's some suggestion I saw somewhere that it shouldn't work on the older um, – uh, the older non-geared hub motor, but then I've seen people install them and have them work. So you know, check out the website, Rad Power Bikes, also a few other brands, a few other bikes. And if you're home building something, it might work for you there too. So uh, Big Game Bikes has a good list and eggrider.com, I think is the website of the manufacturer. Check that out too. Yeah. Okay, great. So I will counter that with an extremely low-tech <laughs> solution <laughs> and probably one of the cheapest gifts on our list which is a pair of bike gloves. And I know this doesn't sound very exciting, (laughs) but uh, I really like wearing a pair of gloves if I'm going to be riding for any length of time. And I have, you know, full hand gloves if it's cold, which isn't that much down here in Florida. I have, you know, Mm -hmm. the fingerless half gloves for most other time. And there's, there's two things about gloves. One is they... 
um, you have some padding in the in the palms of the glove, which it makes the riding more comfortable. If you have problems like I do, if sometimes your your hands getting numb, your fingers getting numb, you know, it truly, it probably means our position on the bike isn't ideal, and we should work on that too. Right. But but it's still a good solution to sort of help with that comfort. And the other thing is, it's a it's safety gear. You know, mm-hmm. we um, if you fall off the bike, your natural inclination is to put your hands out and specifically to kind of you, you kind of bend your fingers back and put your palms out to take the brunt of hitting the ground, and that will scrape the heck out of your hands and give you a nice set of road rash um, on your palms, and that's that's hard. <laughs> Any kind of injury on your hands right. is tough, so uh, having a glove like that can really help protect you in the event of a fall, and I, I like that. Absolutely. I think that's a great idea. Um, like you said, for us down in Florida, I always wear half gloves. I don't think I've found enough times that I would ever really want full gloves for myself. That said, up north, there's lots of full glove options. And also, it won't end up on our Christmas list, but there are all sorts of cold weather glove type accessories. There are things that you can put on your handlebars that are basically almost like mittens or sleeves that you slide your hands into and they just stay mounted to your handlebars and you pull your hands out and they stay there and, and you can just have this warm pocket on your handlebars to put your hand in. So if you know some cold weather riders or, or you're a cold weather rider yourself, look for those as well. They're, they might be a good option for you. The other nice thing about gloves is they're easy to buy for other people. Um, there's only a couple sizes. You probably can take a pretty good guess at somebody's hand size if you know them very well because there's only two or three sizes to choose from. And there's a huge range of uh, prices. You can get on Amazon and buy a halfway decent pair of gloves for you know 12 or 15 bucks. You can walk into Walmart. You can walk in any bike store. You know, bike store you might pay closer to thirty bucks or something like that. But there's a, a wide range of of uh, products out there. Right, absolutely. All right, I'm looking through my list trying to figure out how to counter that. But really, I got all techy with most of my options. So, um, let's go with this one. It kind of relates to your helmet. So, this is something I already have, but I can't recommend enough just for so many people. And it's aftershocks Bluetooth headphones. Um, I've had these for almost two years and I probably use them maybe not quite daily, but almost daily for everything. What they are is their bone conduction headphones. They, they wrap around the back of your head with, with a flexible band. Um, and then they go over and in front of your ears with a little pad that actually vibrates the bone right in front of your ear. And that's how it transmits music into your, into your ear canal. It does not go over the, your open ear. So they're fantastic for riding a bike. Um, they work really well with helmets. I've not had an issue at all. Uh, they go either over or under your helmet straps and uh, no complaints here. You can ride them safe. You can ride safely with them on and listen to music at a reasonable volume and still be able to hear everything that's going around you and also talk with other people on a trail. Um, and then I use them for almost everything as well. They're good for phone calls. They're, they're good for running and jogging and exercising and whatever you want. They're minor, basically waterproof. I have the Aeropex, which is the, I think it's still the top level. Um, basically, I got what my neighbor had when he was showing me them, and I've loved them since. But there's a number of different versions of these, anywhere from 80 to 160 bucks. I often see sales. Uh, I think I got mine on Amazon. You can get them for the website. And nowadays, they sell them in Target, Walmart, almost almost anywhere you think of that's a major retail, retailer you can buy them from. So um, 
Really, really great headphones. Can't recommend them enough. Yeah, I'll have to try those uh, sometime. I have I've never done that, but I do know that aftershocks they um, they do advertise on some podcasts. So um, if they're interested in advertising on our <laughs> podcast, they should just drop us a line. <laughs> wink, wink, nudge, nudge. Oh, uh, the one thing I should say, and this may ruin our endorsement deal that we're working on right now, is that their sound quality, while perfectly clear, you're not going to get heavy bass with them. So if you're a if you're a bass head and you really love a lot of bass, they're not for you. Um, but again, the the convenience of just being able to wear these anytime and still be able to hear has overshadowed that for me. I don't really it doesn't bother me anymore. So um, I love them. So sorry, uh, aftershocks, if that's <laughs> Too negative for you. Great. <laughs> <laughs> All right. What's next on your list? Yeah, the next thing on my list is a, um, a tire inflator. And, you know, I think we probably all have bike pumps and you probably should have a bike pump. I don't know why, but I, I hate to, you know, <laughs> tire pressure is so important and you want to check it, you know, every time you go out or at least, you know, once a week, certainly once every two weeks. And I know, especially the bikes, like my kids' bikes, that they don't ride them all the time. By the time I get done pumping up a bike tire, I'm I'm like mm-hmm. I'm like done. <laughs> so, so 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 you're talking about one to keep at home, not not one that you're traveling with. Well, I think both. Um, there were two. There, okay. There's two things um, that that I have that I love. One is mm-hmm. a large, you know, one that you would keep at home tire inflator. Like one, the one I have is by Ryobi, which is the is the Home Depot brand. But all the tool brands have various um, inflator devices. A lot of them work with their, you know, rechargeable battery packs that you share between different tools and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. And they're great. You know, you just set uh, you set the pressure that you want. You hit a button, and there there it goes. It works on all your bikes. It works on your cars. Um, some of them have the low pressure uh, settings, so you can blow up rafts and tubes and all that sort of thing. So that's absolutely great. But I just recently actually got a uh, rechargeable, small, portable uh, electric inflator too that works great. I'll put the link in the show notes. It's with some you know non-name brand Amazon highly rated product, uh, but I took it on the last trip with me and it worked great. You know, it's uh, okay. It, it lasted one charge lasted the whole trip. I topped off tires a couple times and it was small enough to just throw in a bike bag. So. I think you just look silly driving a high tech, you know, e-bike and working a foot pump. <laughs> Good point. I have one too. Um, I have one that I have a battery backup there or a jump starter kind of pack. Then I specifically wanted to buy one with an air compressor with a digital readout on it when I bought one. So, and I'll add the link to the show notes for that too. I don't know which one it is, but I love it. I use it to top up my tires on my cars more frequently, which is great because. I didn't really do that very often before, but more importantly, I use it for my bikes every couple of weeks and check all those. So there's a bunch of different options for you if you're looking for somebody to that this would work for. Great. So um, we're, we're getting deep into the show. You want to hit one more, one more selection? All right, sure. Let me throw out one more uh, less expensive option than all the ones I previously listed. I am still looking for the best cell phone mount for my handlebars. I've bought a couple. Uh, I've also bought a like a top two bike bag that has a sleeve in it that you can slide the cell phone in and it sits on top. Uh, I haven't found one yet that I've liked, which 
I don't know. So the one, the cell phone mounts I found for handlebars, they all, all the ones I've tried have been kind of floppy. Like they all bounce around too much and they don't work for me. The top tube one, just the way my bike is, uh, it makes the top tube just a little too close to, how do I say this? It makes it hard to stand up, stand up without there being too much interference, I guess (laughs) is the safest way to say that. Um, so I'm looking for suggestions from our listeners here. If any of you have a mount that you really like for a cell phone, please let me know. Otherwise, I'm frankly just going to probably browse Amazon just like any of you will and look for one with a ton of great reviews that uh, doesn't seem too bad and too expensive. But any ideas? Throw them out for me, please. Yeah, I know what you're saying. I, I have tried a few too and then just haven't been real happy with them. I usually wind up putting my phone in my pocket, but... There are times Same. when I want to use maps or you know some sort of uh, directions, and would be nice to have a nice sturdy handlebar mount. That's that's exactly the situation. Like when I was leading the um, the glow ride the la- the last week or the week before, whenever that was, and I couldn't remember which road I was supposed to turn on to go down the path <laughs> I had set. Um, it would have been nice to have my map up, but I didn't have a real good place to put it. So, so again, if if you know of any, let me know. Well, since you mentioned glow rides, I'm going to throw in one last category, which is uh, lights, bike lights. Mm-hmm. And we, we've talked about this a little bit on the show before, but one thing I think should be on everybody's list is uh, maybe a standalone headlight. Um, even though most e-bikes have a built-in light, they're usually not great. They're usually yeah. serviceable. But, you know, to have something that throws a little bit better beam is maybe a little bit brighter and it's just sort of a backup um, in case there's any sort of issues with your bike light. Um, there's a whole – here's the thing about lights, Jared, right? There's a huge price range. Uh, there's right. a lot of different options. You can go on the real high end for maybe like 80 bucks. You can go on the low end for closer to like 20 bucks. But I think um, – you know, shopping for a nice quality light, especially one that's that's uh, of course an LED, but also rechargeable, maybe USB rechargeable. Um, mm-hmm. There's a lot of great choices out there. Yeah, and I think the high end goes way over eighty bucks, but but that would be my high end basically if I was ever to think about it. <laughs> um, so, for what it's worth, Aaron and I have both bought two Amazon kind of no name brand lights as accessory lights. She doesn't have any lights on her bike. I of course have the stock rad bike and and I just don't think it provides enough to really to really ride down a trail comfortably. Uh it's kind of a be seen light more than than a see what you're going at light. And you know, both of those lights they're adequate, but they're nothing I'm really gonna throw in the show notes here because they're they're adequate. And I just picked something off Amazon that had good reviews. So um just do your research and figure out a light. But I don't think there's anybody who couldn't use an extra light. It's just handy to have. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. And while we're talking about lights, we have also talked about uh, lighting up your bike in other ways. Wheel lights, frame lights, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, you and I go on glow rides on a regular basis where mm-hmm. people take this very seriously. <laughs> yep. And, there, and we're starting to get there, aren't we? Yeah, and, <laughs> and there are lots of options. The cool thing about all these things, the, the the wheel lights, the frame lights, is they they light up your bike and they look cool, but there are, are still safety gear, too. It's things yep. that get you seen at night, so it kind of serves a dual purpose. It, it looks pretty cool, but also helps keep you visible. And one last comment on that note. I know I'm adding one extra in it, and I'm sorry. 
But um, there are also lots of reflective stickers and decals you can buy for bikes that are for this purpose. If you don't want to have to worry about batteries or anything like that, if you Google, well, I'll try to find one and throw it in the show notes again, just Googling it. But um, really, there are decal kits made for bike reflectors and check those out. You can put them in any, any kind of design you want and they can do some pretty cool stuff. So you'll still be seen. Yeah. And in the show notes, we'll throw in a link to our friend, uh, Julie, uh, with mm-hmm. let's glow led.com who is our favorite supplier of uh, wheel lights, frame lights, and you know, all that associated uh, stuff. She's a small business seller. She sells on the internet and she, she just does a, uh, a great job. If you're local, she'll, she'll light up your bike and do all the work for you. But uh, unfortunately, you have to be down here in <laughs> the Tampa Bay area. But you can order from anywhere. And she's uh, we talked to her in episode 10. And this is not sponsored. We just absolutely adore Julie and everything she does. So um, so if you want to support a small business and, and pick up some pretty good lights that both of us have bought some from her uh, just on her own, check her out or check out episode 10 and learn more about her. So if there's anything else that we should have on our list uh, there is still some shopping time left, so we encourage uh, all of you to let us know. Leave us a note in the comments section on Facebook or send us an email at ebikeradio at gmail.com. And if you got a really good handlebar cell phone mount, definitely send us a note, okay? I need my Christmas list stocked up. <laughs> so, okay. But anyways, if you want to make sure you never miss another episode, uh, please subscribe. And you can do that on your favorite podcast player. If we're not on your favorite podcast player, let us know and we will do what we can to get there. If we're not on your favorite podcast player, you probably need a better podcast player. <laughs> we, we, we've kind of run the gamut at this point. I think we're on 30 or 40 of them, so... And as always, thanks for listening, and stay tuned to Electric Bike Radio.